Welcome back to the fourth and final episode of Making Sense Our Life. My name is Connor. And I'm Matt. So our topic for this last episode um, is AI and marketing and its growing importance with the emphasis of taking a look at Neil Patel and his influence over AI usage and marketing. Uh, so Matt, why don't you uh, tell him a little bit about who Neil Patel is, what he did, what he does, all that good stuff. Right on, right on. So basically, Neil Patel, just a little background for people who are unfamiliar, uh, he's the co-founder of NP Digital. This is a, a global marketing firm, uh, and Neil Patel himself is a very highly acclaimed and huge proponent of AI and marketing. Wall Street Journal calls him the top influencer of the web. Forbes says he's one of the top 10 marketers in the world. Entrepreneur Magazine says he created one of the 100 most brilliant companies. He was also recognized by Barack Obama as a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 30 and recognized by the United Nations as a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 35. So a lot of impressive accolades uh, stacking up for Neil Patel here. His company, NP Digital, is actually a global digital marketing agency, as I mentioned earlier. And it was celebrated as the 2023 Global Performance Agency of the Year. So a lot of big stuff here. Big they, stuff, big they, stuff. Oh, 100%. They also won Paid uh, Search Agency of the Year. And Neil Patel and his company, NP Digital, are top proponents of using AI in marketing. Uh, one of the quotes on their website is that they leverage their technology to not only identify missed opportunities, but to actually produce quality content in an automated and scalable way. So basically meaning they utilize AI within the agency to help boost performance. So I know Neil talks about different ways to use AI within marketing, uh, but tell me, Matt, how could marketers use AI uh, to create partial content? Right, right. So one of the things that Neil discusses uh, in his blog post is that marketers use AI to create partial content. So he actually did a survey where uh, he surveyed about a thousand digital marketers to see different ways that they use AI and their preferences on that. Uh, the results that came back are actually 209 are already using AI in their campaigns, so it's about 20%. Uh, 291 are very likely to use AI, so it doesn't mean that they're using it already. 199 are somewhat likely, 152 are not likely to use AI, and 149 said that they would never use AI. So there's definitely a peaked interest in AI. There's probably roughly 10 to 15% of people that said that they won't use AI out of the thousand, but overall that still leaves about 80% of people who are, who are looking to utilize AI within their marketing. Um, so what this looks like, uh, is that the comfortability around AI is still somewhat tentative, but marketers who are using it are benefiting exponentially. Um, basically what that means is that uh, utilizing AI to create partial content is creating sections of larger pieces of content, somewhat like FAQ sections, so frequently asked questions, as well as paragraphs. Uh, based off the survey, Neil says that partial content creation is the number one way that both in-house marketers and digital marketers are currently using, utilizing AI. Um, but that also raises the question of who is using AI to create, uh, to create whole content and uh, uh, what does that look like? That's totally right, yeah. So creating whole content is definitely a different beast from partial content. Whole content takes up a significant amount of time and effort um, and being able to use, utilize AI to help can help maximize efficiency and content output. Um, so it sounds kind of like a scary future, being able to create whole content with just AI. I mean, I don't know how it sounds to you, but to me, it sounds like jobs might go missing. That sounds pretty scary to me. Exactly. But I rest assured, uh, that's not actually the case. Uh, what we mean by whole content is mainly creating whole content, such as articles, blog posts, and eBooks. Um, many people indicated that they're currently using AI technology as a way to create whole content, uh, but don't worry about your job security because as of right now, we still need humans to check AI and make it sound more human. Um, I don't know if you've ever used ChatGPT uh, or any of the other software that we've suggested that you use so far in the podcast, but there definitely is a gap between how 
the automation rights and how we write as humans. So there definitely still needs to be some translation effects that are happening there. So based off of me being a college student and learning about AI, what it can do for me, um, and kind of just where it can go from here. And based off of what you said, um, it makes me a little scared uh, for sure in the future is maybe I don't need to have a job or maybe I won't have a job. Um, so tell me how people don't have to worry about a real life Termina a Terminator movie happening and how people should not be feared by it, uh, but instead use it as a tool as it intended to be. Right, right. I mean, uh, I did see Tesla was releasing a robot, so I'm not too sure about the guarantee <laughs> of the Terminator movie not happening yet. Uh, we'll see what Elon comes up with. But back on to the subject, uh, AI is definitely a tool that isn't to be feared, but used if it's applicable to your business or what you're doing. Uh, not everyone needs to use AI for what you're doing, uh, but when it comes to adopting AI in your marketing strategy, it's all about what, what works best for you and your business. Uh, I know Neil Patel also mentions this a lot where it really just applies. Um, if it applies, use it. It's a great tool. If not, don't. Uh, there's no need to shoehorn AI into your business where it doesn't fit. Um, it definitely is used with the help of automation of many marketing repetitive tasks. Um, so this can actually help free up space for marketers to focus on more content creation and tasks that only humans can do. So Matt, why don't you tell me how business owners can so-called get into the world of AI and how they can adopt it? Right, right. So uh, obviously, as we discussed, um, you can't necessarily just shoehorn AI and, and throw robotic technology at different things, hoping that it'll solve all your problems. So let's say, for example, that uh, writing content isn't currently one of your biggest pain points as a digital marketer. Uh, maybe you have a dedicated copywriter on your team. Uh, maybe you have a backlog of blog, uh, blog posts that are still waiting to be published. So if that's the case, then using AI for writing content would, would obviously not make sense for you. Um, but there are still plenty of tools out there, plenty of AI tools out there that can help. Um, maybe you don't have time that you want to dedicate to managing social media campaigns. Those can take a while, um, especially starting up for businesses. Uh, there are definitely AI tools out there that can help not only report on your marketing campaigns, but even optimize them for placement, timing, and even run tests and copy images. Um, I know we mentioned in the last podcast about Google Ads um, and how that's a big proponent of tools coming in where they can personalize ads on the fly for you and your company. Um, there are also other cases where AI tools may not be where they need to be yet for you to feel fully secure in using them. Uh, so for example, in settings where legal or medical review are common, you may want more of a stringent look on content that AI can, can provide. Um, I know that uh, AI is pretty good at writing, writing certain like legal documents and stuff like that, but you still need someone to look those over. So it's not necessarily in the place yet where you can just say, okay, AI, do this for me and then have it be done without having to take a second look. Exactly, exactly. And then I had one more question um, about one of your topics. So topic two yeah. uh, talks about marketers using AI to create partial content. Um, why don't you tell me just a little bit about what exactly what partial content is? Perfect, yeah. Basically partial content um, is kind of a happy medium for people. So not it's for not all digital marketers are comfortable with the use of AI to create whole content, which totally makes sense. Um, and what this partial content is, is it's somewhat of a happy medium. It still saves you the time and effort, but it also helps you to avoid many of the perceived drawbacks to using AI, such as like lack of a human voice or lack of a human touch, where you can kind of tell that things are definitely automated and they aren't made by a human. Uh, so basically, specifically speaking, uh, this would be more so like FAQs, um, email responses, things like that, where it's stuff that you still have to do as a marketer, but not necessarily highly demanding tasks that you're assigning the AI, just more so automated response. 
responses. I mean, it sounds like just listening to you and uh, what we found out about AI, it makes me want to start a company up and makes me think I can do whatever I want with AI. Oh, 100%. Um, but why don't you uh, end this series off and uh, just close us off? Yeah, I mean, to wrap it up, I mean, AI is such a, such a powerful and emerging tool right now. Uh, it's being integrated into marketing, marketing firms globally uh, and is a recognized tool that many marketers can use to, to perform repetitive tasks. Um, we definitely encourage you to explore AI tools, definitely responsibly, uh, and keep an eye on what capabilities are coming from new AI technologies. Uh, we do want to say that we really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, we hope that you continue to explore the, the emerging AI software capabilities, um, and hopefully you can integrate it within your business. Uh, we hope that uh, you took this information and you find it valuable, and we hope that you can use AI uh, to explore more opportunities, uh, but also use it in an ethical way. Um, and as always, uh, this is Making Two Cents Out of Life. My name is Connor. And I'm Matt. And thank you for listening.